Lily and Vera Blue with paper cuts on Sin 90.7 raise the platform. Now we're going to go, we are talking about today about movies and TV shows that portray disability in a positive way. We're now going to go to Veronica. Yes, I have written down a few characters of my own which I would like to talk about. The first one I have written is Chirrut, the monk who was totally blind. Now for those who don't know, Star Wars Rogue One came out over the holidays, which is a spin-off film, which tells the story of what happened to the Death Star plans before A New Hope. And one so of the... So sort of bridging the gap between Episode 3 yes. and Episode 4. Yes, basically that's the gap in between. And it was a bunch of new characters, and one of them was a monk who was named Chirrut. Do, do any of you guys have any of you guys seen it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I uh, I did go and see it. I thought I think three days after it came out. Yeah, I saw so. it a, like a week maybe yeah. after it came out. I really loved the movie, especially with the blind guy. Oh yeah. yes, Chirrut. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Uh, yep, I'm glad you uh, know his name because I was yeah, like, that, that's the thing. I have no I, idea. I came away from that film knowing no one's name. I think. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh well. Mainly because it was outside of the actual trilogy. I went and saw episode seven. I haven't seen Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... yeah, yeah. Rogue One is not part of the saga. That's more of a spin-off story. But it still counts. Yeah, definitely. Well, as I said earlier, it was bridging the gap between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yes, yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed his character. Yeah. yeah. And there was a scene in which he was battling a whole group of stormtroopers, and then one was like, I'm not quite sure what exactly what he said, but he said something along the lines of, he's blind, or is he blind? And then he just beats them all back or does something to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great scene. I do love that scene. Yeah. Sup- supernatural. Well, the thing is, like, because obviously in Star Wars Universe, one of the lovely things is the force mm-hmm. with which you can use to do all sorts of magical stuff. Yes. And uh, I think... Blind, blind characters with supernatural forces is something I'm going to touch on. Yeah. Uh, a little oh, later. Awesome. Ooh, right. Oh, tease. What a great tease. <laughs> okay, well, listeners, keep on listening. <laughs> yes. Okay, so another character I have written is from Sesame Street, Julia, who has autism. Yes. I love that uh, Sesame Street has finally got someone. Yes, I, I love Sesame Street because... It's just, it's an educational TV show that talks about concepts that are universal. And it doesn't matter how old you are, it just brings back memories. Anyone who's grown up in, Mm. anyone who grew up with a telly would know what Sesame Street is. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. And the other thing that it does is that it it introduces the concept so early, which is just a great thing. Like It's it's really good. If you you grow up and then you go, you know, like maybe you're able to form views and then you learn about something. Yeah. Like your your experiences, your prejudices, that's going to tell you, inform you of how you feel about that thing. But if you're learning about you know, people with disabilities, when you're, you know, single digits, yeah. mm. then yes. that that's just another thing to you. It's just another yeah. normal thing, which it's is so, definitely, so lovely for just making Definitely just, a good yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then you want, the next thing is you want to ask questions. You know, that comes, once yeah. you learn about something, then you might want to ask questions and you become inquisitive, which is great that children learn that skill. Because I think that's something that parents really struggle with because um, children are innocent they haven't been told what to say and what not to say. And then they it gets drilled into them to a certain point, to some people. 
Yeah. No, no one's born with the prejudice. They're, they're taught. That's the one. Yeah, they're definitely it's, taught we're, it. We're taught to be prejudiced. Yeah, definitely. Or, or like if, that's the thing is, if you maybe, you know, you see your... Because, you know, your parents make such a big impression on your guardians. So, like, if you see them behaving in a certain way, but and then you're learning on television that these people are just fine, you might question, like, why is it that they act like that? And, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, if, even for, like, my siblings, you know, growing up with me, they don't ask all that many questions and, you know, I'm just I'm just me. Yeah. I'm not yeah. someone with spina bifida, so... We're just us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just their sister, so, yeah. What's next on your list, Veronica? Okay, there's another character who I came across in one of the other Sesame Street episodes. Her name was Linda, and she was deaf. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was in one of the earlier seasons. There was actually an episode with... R2-D2 and C-3PO, there was actually a few, but they were trying to communicate with her and someone said to them that Linda was deaf and C-3PO said to them, R2-D2 understands sign language. So she used sign language to communicate with R2-D2. Wow. But then she couldn't really understand him. So then what she did was she put her hand on his body and felt the vibrations. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But I love how it's sort of interesting how you've got this ability, but then you've got characters from another universe in that same episode. That diversity aspect. Yeah, it's great. Such a big draw card as well, like in, in terms of the, like the Star Wars characters. Like, like it is, whenever you see, um, uh, like... Because it, it's nice, like instead of having like some spin or like a, or some film that's like specifically about like, oh, I'm a serious writer and I've written a program that's you know just about a disabled character. When disabled characters crop up in you know things like Star Wars, things like Sesame Street mm-hmm. that are just yeah. have yep. got such a large viewership. That's yeah, a- and then on top of that, when you have other characters from another universe visiting, it really makes it much more enjoyable because it's not just that world. There's another world that has been exposed to it. People love a crossover. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it, yeah. There's I've something never that's heard just of that magical crossover. about it. Yeah. I've never heard of that crossover oh. of Sesame Street and Star Wars. No, you have. Yeah. But then the Muppets also had TV sh- had episodes when they had famous people on. So that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, but Sesame Street and um, the Muppets are from essentially the same universe, same person same created, yeah. same creator. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Henson. sure if there's any of a crossover. The Muppets was just in the 70s and they've just sort of done films since then. Mm. Yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. I know they tried to. I know they tried to revive that that the Muppets show. Just called the Muppets a few years back, but I don't know if that. No. Went so it didn't really have any well success, did it? I don't know if it went really well or that, but yeah. I know they've done movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So another character I have written on my list is Charles Xavier from X Men. Oh, I love X Men. <laughs> so good. Yep. So. Another one I've also written is Daredevil. Real name is Matt Murdock from the Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. Who is blind. There was an, a video on YouTube called Top 10 Superheroes with Physical Disabilities. And what happened with Matt Murdock is that he wasn't actually born blind. He became blind in a car accident through radiation. And what happened was... His senses became became heightened, and he used them to his full advantage. Okay. But I think there's a Netflix series about Daredevil. 
Yeah, I think yeah. there is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think there was a movie. Out. There was a movie called Daredevil that was out a few. Yeah, that that like, was back in the early two thousands. That did 2000s. not do amazingly <laughs> well. Um, and then, but yeah, like the, it's a it's a Marvel Netflix series along with um, a couple of other ones like tackling um, pretty dark themes. Um, and we know I, how, I admit, I and we know how critically inclined the Netflix original absolutely. series have been, yeah. like House and of Cards, Orange Is the New Black, and. Mm. As you said, Daredevil. Yeah, so Netflix yeah. obviously having having a you know a major character in that the, the main character you know be blind in the in the Marvel in the Marvel series is um is great. But yeah, it's it's very it's a very dark show. Um, oh. like the themes are. <laughs> I wasn't able to make it more than like three episodes in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. 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 Not my thing then. No. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I like the idea of superheroes, but I don't really watch much dark stuff. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a not a dark kind of. Okay. That's that's the thing is these characters with the with the with the superheroes they sort of um, it's it's nice to see them but again it's not necessarily a, it's a positive but it's not necessarily a realistic portrayal. Yeah. 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 Alrighty, we're gonna go to another song. Uh, this is Ailing with By Thorns. You are on Raise the Platform on Sin ninety point seven. That was Ailing with By Thorns. You are on Raise the Platform on ninety point seven. And uh, I would really love to know what you think. Uh, what uh, you can come up with uh, with movies uh, that have good representation and TV yeah, shows. Yeah, TV shows, books, games, books, even everything. everything, anything to do with media. Characters that you feel like Yay. did a good job. Yeah, you can always get into contact with us on our socials. They are Facebook on at Race Platform, um, Instagram Instagram on Race Platform, and Twitter on RCPSYN. Yes. So please, please. Tell us what you uh, would want us to talk about as mm. well. So, yes. Anyway, over to you, Declan. Thank you, Shane. Um, so, a couple of characters. Uh, I thought I'd start with a show that like everyone has heard of, even if they haven't seen it. Um, and there's a bit of controversy if this counts as a disability, but I am going to go with it. And that is Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones, because he is mm. a dwarf. Mm. Um, yes. And b- this is a fantasy mm. setting, okay. I should clarify. This is a dwarf in terms of height, not in terms of Tolkien with the mining, etc. Um, <laughs> not seven, not the seven, not, not like Snow the seven, seven dwarves. No, 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 no indeed. Not as in dwarfism. Yes. Mm. So as in they're small. His character is um, one who uh, experiences, he's quite a prominent character and, and he's a fan favourite. Um, just to fill you in, if you haven't seen the show, it's basically chron- chronicling a, a like a sort of a medieval low fantasy um, kingdom and the sort of politics that happens um, and power grabbing. And so Tyrion's uh, he comes from a quite powerful uh, family, but his father uh, hates him not least because um, he's a dwarf, but also because of some other things. But he f- experiences quite a lot of discrimination and that kind okay. of thing, and also because uh, in the sort of Manly men, you know, swords and knights and yeah. armor kind of world. He, you know, he's isn't. Little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't have the physical capabilities to be yeah. a great knight or anything. And so he's got to get by on his on his wit, um, and his family name really. But his um his portrayal um by Peter Dinklage, who's a who's a fantastic actor. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's just um, he was also in indeed uh, X Men playing Bolivar Trask in. Uh, someone help me out here. It's the one after First Class but before Apocalypse. I can never remember the No, nor can I. I can't remember it either. It's, it's very confusing. Oh, Days, Days of Future Past. That was oh, okay. it. Oh, I, was, I yes, stopped, I it stopped watching X-Men after that. I just, <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, so, yeah, but he, he did a fantastic job. Um, does a fantastic job in that show. 
Um, and I think it's, yeah, that's obviously, you know, a couple of years back, that was everyone was, now everyone's a bit kind of sick of it, but it's, they're, they're, they're going to come back. Uh, they're going to come back. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I yeah. haven't seen it, so maybe I'll, I'll get there yeah. eventually. Um, another character I would like to talk about is Joker from the game Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect is a sci-fi series for the, uh, Xbox and the PlayStation. Um, it is... Basically, the the story of um, how in the year 2180 something or other, um, humanity and a whole bunch of other, like humanity sort of has been discovered by all the races of the universe. There's only about 10 or 15 of them. It's not expansive and massive, but it does a really good job of, um, of showing all sorts of uh, diversity and, the, and problems encountered. And Joker's character is, is one who's, he's played by uh, Seth Green, who is probably most notable for Robot Chicken. Okay, um, yes, I've heard of Robot but, Chicken. But uh, he's also um, the um, mini-me uh, Dr. Evil in Oz Powers. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so, 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 yeah, yeah, clicked. Yeah, yes. so, so that's Seth Green. He's, um, he's a ranger. He's, got, he's quite amusing. And, and his character, Joker, is uh, the pilot of your ship because it's like, it's basically Mass Effect is like the sci-fi nerd's dream game you get to like captain your own ship and you do this cool stuff sounds fun um, yeah and so and he's the sort of sarcastic pilot and and he has um like a disability that means he can't really walk his he's got basically like a fictional disability that has like brittle bone syndrome okay. but it, like it really does a good job of showing um that you know he, yes he can't um be like an action hero but he's still like an awesome pilot and that kind of thing and i think it's just a just a, a nice thing that they they uh they included him because they could have just made him a regular dude you know yeah but they chose to they made it so props to bioware who developed that game um the third character that i would like to mention at this stage is uh well so this is a bit of a complicated one so there was a uh, Scandinavian drama series. The Scandi dramas were massive, especially on SBS uh, a couple of years back. And there was a show called The Bridge, which was about... Because uh, Denmark and Sweden are next to each other, but they're connected by a bridge. And there was a drama series about, uh, you know, sort of grisly, dark detective drama. Um, and the... Uh, it was rated really well, but then it got remade twice. It was remade um, because it, the plot necessitates it being about two countries on a border, so that it was remade by the Mexicans and Americans, and it was remade mm. by the British and the French. And I saw the British and the French version, which is called The Tunnel. Um, but the, the the lead detective, there's two lead detectives, one French and one British, uh, and the French one, played by, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Clemence Poesy. She was Fleur de Liqueur in Harry Potter. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I just Yeah, so she does a fantastic job of playing the um, emotionally distant uh, sort of clinical uh, autistic detective uh, in that show. And like I said, so you've also got in the, uh, like the, the Danish version, and the Mexican-American version is that character again, but I saw that one. Um, yeah, she, she does a fantastic job um, of portraying the sort of, as opposed to the just sort of middle-aged, genial uh, English detective played by Stephen Delane, uh, who is from Game of Thrones, and I can't think of anything else he's in. Um, yeah, she, she, does, she does a fantastic job. Another um, autistic person, because tons of them. I think the... For a while there, it was quite fashionable, uh, almost, to, to have a sort of semi-autistic person. Um, there was a there was for a while there a whole bunch of those kind of characters that we saw with, like, um, like in Big Bang Theory or something we were discussing. Um, yeah, we're talking about it during the yeah. song breaks. That sort of, or like, um, 
arguably like Fitz of Sherlock, although like that kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So there was sort of like a autistic renaissance kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and all, <laughs> they have like their you know little wit. You know, yeah, yeah, very, like Sheldon very, does. Like, smart and yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just, so, but yeah, just that sort of, just that, like, slightly emotionally distant, but quite clever, um, thorough and hand hardworking detective in that show. Yeah. Um, and then the final one I wanted to mention. Um, yeah, I know. They, okay. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Oh, Declan's coming to the end of his little spiel. <laughs> celebrate. Yes. Um, is Toph, and Toph is a character from Avatar The Last Airbender, which is probably my favourite television show ever made. Um, it ran from 2005 to 2008, and was produced by Nickelodeon, and it's basically uh, chronicling, like, the, it's a world very much based in uh, East Asian culture, um, and there's four uh, countries, the Earth Kingdom, the Air Nomads, the Water Tribes, and the Fire Nation, and it's there's a lovely opening spiel, which I haven't yet memorised, but I, I will try, um, and it basically talks about how the all the countries live in harmony until the Fire Nation attack, that's a meme, until the Fire Nation attack, uh, and so what happens then is that um, there's an avatar who has... So, so in this world, basically, if you come from one of the nations, like I said, air, earth, water, fire, take a stab, uh, you have elemental control of them. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does, only some people do. Okay, that's and, interesting. And they're called uh, benders. Uh, don't giggle. And um, <laughs> then, um, then there is... Uh, so the Avatar is the only one who can master all four of them. Okay. And so the, the, oh, okay. the plot of the show is that the Avatar uh, goes away for 100 years, and when they come back, the world is... Um, been at war for those hundred years. And yeah, the fu- I think I used to watch something about that when I was young. I yeah, might have watched it, it. I think it would have been on uh, Shout to Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah, because my Elliot brother was really young. ABC. He used to watch it, watch a lot of television. Mm. Um, and so, and so, basically, that it, it chronicles the Avatar, who is only like a twelve-year-old kid, uh, and trying to master the the four elements. And it is, like I said, absolutely phenomenal. It started off as a kid's show and it had kind of juvenile um, humour um, involving the first episode where it was like, uh, it's like, haha, it's not. But then it like got so amazing and I can't praise it enough for the awesome things it did. I mean, it covered... Sorry to harp on about this, but it did all sorts of things for um, ethnic diversity and for women's rights and for... Um, like I said, the disability, like, cause you've got, she's one of the main characters, Toph. So the, the main, th- there's like the main trio and then they are joined in the second season by Toph, who's an earthbender. And so she's blind. Wow. And instead of, and this is the, what I was starting on earlier, oh, the supernatural cool. awesome. things allowing you to yeah. see is that, so she sort of like uses her earthbending powers to like feel the ground and like sense where people are and where objects are. Wow. That kind of thing, like a sort of echolocation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of a bit like sonar. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she can like see in inverted yeah. commas um, using the uh, earthbending. But that was a fantastic betrayal because they don't. And this is something I think is very important: is that if you want to break down uh, walls, if you want to erase stigma, the, the best thing you can do, I think, is treat someone like anyone else. Yeah. Like exactly. if, you, if you if you single someone out and you and you treat them differently. Whereas, like the lovely thing about Avatar was that they would make jokes at her expense. She would make jokes at others' expense. Yeah. <laughs> referencing her lack of sight and and um, that kind of thing where like uh, like soccer and other characters the sort of prankster male uh, in the group he would like draw something and the others would mock him for it but Toph would be like that's a great drawing and that kind of thing you know and so yeah I just I love that show and I can't praise it enough yeah um, but yeah that's that's everything I want to talk about Okay, well, we'll go to another song. Uh, this is Maddie Jane with People. I actually saw Maddie uh, like a week ago. She opened for Kingswood because that's my favorite band. And I saw them a few times last week. Uh, So, yeah, this is a very good song. I'm quite enjoying listening to Maddie Jane. So this is Maddie Jane with People on Razor Platform on 90.7.
Feel that was Maddie Jane with People. So, yes, uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that uh, I've picked. So, the first one that I want to talk about um, is the character Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, cool. Yes, so I don't know if anyone else has seen that movie. Yes, yes, I've seen both movies. They're awesome. That's a fantastic film. Yes, um, and of course, so the backstory to that is... um, he tries to kill a dragon because um, his village, um, you know, wants to kill all the dragons because they think, you know, they're a threat. And um, he injures one of the uh, the biggest dragons, you know, the hardest to kill and whatever. And um, he injures his tail, so he has to make um, a makeshift tail with, you know, scraps lying around. Um and then, right at the end, um, Hiccup actually um, loses his foot, I think. I think it's just his foot. And so he becomes um, an amputee. And, um, you know, he is one of the biggest, you know, best dragon riders yep. in the movie at the end. So, um, you know, and mm. with his foot, he, you know, adapts his... Um, saddle on the on the dragon to um suit his foot so i thought it was a really great movie in that aspect that's awesome and toothless he's just such a sweet character oh, yes yes i love him he's so good he's very cute very cute mm-hmm. um the next i want to talk about is um the actor rj mitty who was uh, a character walter white jr in breaking bad Ooh. Yes, I don't know if any of you yeah, guys Yeah, I've heard of that. It. He has Down syndrome, doesn't he? No, he has uh, cerebral, cerebral palsy, palsy ah. I think. Yeah, because I did do something about that yeah. on YouTube. So um, his character, he plays... I um, knew he had a disability. Yeah. Just... yeah, he's got cerebral palsy. Yeah, so the actor himself has cerebral palsy and he plays a character that has cerebral palsy but a more severe case of it. So, um, you know, he has to still act, I guess, more... Um, you know, things with his disability. But, you know, it's a good representation of disability in the media. Yeah, there's all different types of cerebral palsy. There's not just one type. Yeah, there's a whole spectrum. It's also a case of the the actor having the disability. Yeah. Which which is is good because, like, uh, it not only means that they're able to portray it realistically. Yes. um, But also it's just nice to see that uh, as opposed to you know, disabled actors being passed over for, yeah. you know, we, we could have got some other person who's more well-known who doesn't have a disability to play this, but we got a yeah. disabled actor. Yeah, nice. so I thought that was amazing. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and he's also, um, in a few other things, um, he was in a movie that I saw this, um, the trailer for, and I thought it was a really good uh, movie, Who's Driving Doug? Um, I think it was an independent movie, so probably not well-known, but... Uh, if you can find it, go check yep. it out. Because um, I saw the trailer and uh, there was a quote that I really uh, quite admired um, right at the end of the trailer. Um, and it said, the longer you focus on trying to be normal, the longer you, you're, it's going to take you to realise nobody's normal. Well, that's a good quote. Uh, so Good life lesson. Good. Yeah. So I think it's, it's a movie about um, this guy um, in a wheelchair and... He wants to go to Las Vegas with um, someone he's never met before um, because, you know, he's going there, so he wants to come too. Um, And, you know, just to get away from his parents and show that he can, you know, live life 
you know, yep. normally. And so I think it's a really good movie to check out um, if you want to. And yep. the next one I'm going to talk about is Switched at Birth. And that is about um, two girls um, being switched and they're um, reunited and their families have to um, work, you know, get along and all that. Um, but one of the daughters is actually deaf. Really? Yes. Mm. And she's played by um, the act- actress uh, Katie Leclerc, who is actually deaf herself. Wow. Yes, so um, there's a lot of um, actors on that show um, that have little cameos in it that are actually deaf as well, so there's more than one person that's deaf. That is really good for diversity. Yeah, yeah. and um, of course everyone had to learn sign language, and so it was. it's a really good um, show to watch. Um, I think they're up to like probably like the third season or something um, yeah. at the moment, so... Yeah. Um, oh, her character's name is Daphne. So, check that one out. And the next one I want to talk about is um, another TV show with um, an actor, Micah, Micah Fowler. And he has cerebral palsy as well. And he plays um, a, a character with, I think it was muscular dystrophy. So it was kind of a little bit different to his disability, but he is still I disabled. Know, I don't know too much about muscular muscular dystrophy. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think he could communicate verbally. Mm. So. So maybe need like a speech device. Yeah. Or... Yeah, but it was um, about his family, and it's actually a comedy. And, okay. Um, I did see a, a couple of snippets of the show, and. Um, they just, it's such a good representation, I think. Um, and it has really good reviews. And so it's about, um, this family moving to a different, um, town and they have to, you know, fit into the new town. And, um, the character, um, his name is JJ. Um, he has to get a new carer. And, um, I think in the first episode they get one and she's not what, he wanted oh no (laughs) he's nowhere near um but then i think as the show progresses um he finds someone to confide in and he becomes the carer so it sounds like a really really good show to um to watch so i think it's an american series okay Um, so it'll be on like abc american abc so i don't know if (laughs) we can watch it we probably stream it here or something I couldn't possibly say. I mean, Australian Netflix is famously limited, but... Yeah. Um, The next one I want to talk about is the actress Jamie Brewer, who was um, in many, many of the uh, American Horror Story um, shows. Um, And she has Down Syndrome. So, um, she actually... Yeah, so she was in... um, American Horror Story Murder House and she played a uh, she played the role of Adelaide Langdon and she was in American Horror Story Coven uh, she played the character Nan and uh, American Horror Story Freak Show where she played M- Marjorie 
uh, Marjorie. Sorry, Ma- so like Marjorie. Quite a few characters. Marjorie. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, and well, she did all a- of the American Horror Stories are one mini one one of the seri- yeah, series. Yeah, a television series. Mini series oh, okay. in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it just goes to different places, different times, and oh, okay. tells, one's tells called- a weird story. Yeah. And okay. So I think she does I don't a few voices. The, I don't know what the six, the latest one's called, but I know there was one. With, Called Hotel. I know oh, okay. it was Hotel Asylum Coven. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't actually watched them myself. But um she's actually got um an episode at um in Switched at Birth as well. So there's another display of um diversity in uh Switched at Birth. Yes. That's well, that's the thing absolutely. that like when a when a character gets popular or like when a disabled um disabled actor gets popular, yeah. they pop up. I mean there was no particular reason to make Bolivar Trask and the X-Men uh, Peter Dinklage, but they were like, Peter Dinklage is hot right now. Let's get <laughs> Peter Dinklage for this film. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Peter Dinklage equaled success. Yes, because he's cheering so popular. So, yeah, like yeah. when it, when it, like that actress clearly has, mm. you know, sort of risen to fame and then she's cast in different Yeah, films. and she was actually the first uh, person with Down syndrome to walk on New York Fashion Week. Oh, that is oh, awesome. That is cool. Yeah, wow. so she was modeling for the designer Carrie Hammer, which is amazing. Okay. That is just awesome. Jealous. That's a huge achievement. <laughs> yeah, and um, the actor RJ Mitty, who I was talking about before, um, the model, he's a model as well, and he has um, catwalked for Vivian Westwood, which she is pretty. Uh, Big designer, so well, that's I hadn't quite heard an first, achievement. I, all that I know about fashion could be written on the head of a pin, and, and I've heard of that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they are my picks that I've uh, chosen. Yes. That's a good list, Alex. Yes. Uh, so we're going to go... Well, actually, we're going to wrap up the show now. Oh, yeah. sad face. I know. Yeah, very. That has gone really quickly, hasn't it? it has First episode of the year. Looking at the time, I'm like, oh, it's nearly five o'clock. Oh my oh goodness, gosh. time flies when you're talking about characters with disabilities. It yeah, does. it's been great. Um, and we would really love your feedback and, you know, start a conversation on our Facebook page or, you know, our Instagram. We'll probably uh, post a photo on Instagram in the coming And, of minutes. course, if you missed a bit, a bit of the show, there's always the podcasts on Omni. Yes. The Raised Platform. Yes, we will get that up as soon as possible. And yep. uh, I think we've actually, unfortunately, missed the first half. Well, the first segment. The the first the first third of the show. But, but yeah, to be I... fair, first first show. Yeah. Give us a break. Yeah, yeah we had yeah, some yeah. technical difficulties. We did. We did at the start. Yeah, and with so, Greg. Uh, excuse yeah. us for that. Uh, yeah, I they do missed my picks. <laughs> my, my picks were Gregory House, of course, walks with a cane. Artie Adam, Artie Abrams from Glee, of course, paraplegic. As a chair, Forrest Gump, of course, who doesn't know who he is? Yeah. <laughs> um, Philippe in the, from a French show called The Intouchables, who is a paraplegic, and Raymond Babbitt, who is an autistic savant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's so many shows. I think uh, we could probably collate all the list of shows and put yes. them yeah. on we the can, social media. We can do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We can write a, write a Facebook post. And, and if there's any new series who do come across new characters... Then maybe we could do a follow-up episode on ones that Ooh, you yes. might have missed. Because there's so many others. There's so I think many that other ideas, missed. and then someone might say, "Hang on, why don't you mention this character?" 
Yes. Yes, yep. there's so many that I think we could have mentioned again. Mm. So we should, you know, do a two-parter, mm. you know, in the coming weeks or something. And yep. you know. I reckon that's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, with further ado, <laughs> uh, that is our show for week one. Thank you for listening. And uh, this next song is Slowly Slowly with Death Proof. I love this song. I love this band. Oh, my God. Yay. Anyway, (laughs) Um, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.